o'clock in Abdallah. We're in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. Usually you hear us from six to eight weeknights right here on ESPN 1000. Big Bears Day as we react to the trade for the Bears on Friday. The Bears trade the number one pick to the Carolina Panthers. They get back the ninth pick. A second rounder, the 61st overall pick, a 2024 first round pick, and also a 2025 second rounder. That's the draft capital. And then Ryan Poles also gets back wide receiver DJ Moore, who immediately becomes the Bears' number one wide receiver, which is huge for the quarterback, Justin Fields. And Adam, we are under an hour uh, until the start of NFL legal tampering and as we head towards free agency. The official signings can take place Wednesday at 3 o'clock, but legal tampering in the NFL starts at 11 a.m. today, so under an hour before we know and we start to hear the rumors and the tweets from all the different reporters on who is going where in the National Football League. So this is a huge day for Bears fans. Black and Abdallah on early in for Greeny here on ESPN 1000. Absolutely. You know, you're getting ready for your Friday night. You're at the bar. You're getting ready to, you know, figure out your dinner plans and stuff. And all of a sudden, this bombshell is dropped that Ryan Poles went out and traded the first overall pick. You know, he'd been talking about it at the Combine. He talked to anybody who would listen. You know, told Captain Jay Hood that he's looking for a big haul. Told people that he was getting a 2020 four first in the 2025 first. And basically that's what was offered by the Panthers, but he was adamant. Ryan Poles was adamant about getting DJ Moore and helping Justin Fields right away. And this is an instant impact player. Your two leading wide receivers last year, not Cole Komet. He's a tight end were uh, Equiminius St. Brown and Mooney, Darnell Mooney and DJ Moore had more yards than they did combined. And this is with Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, like not good quarterbacks. Justin Fields is better than both of those guys. And I can't wait to see what they have drawn up for DJ Moore. Like this is, they've got a full off season to work together. Claypool should benefit from this. Darnell Mooney should benefit from this. Cole Komet should benefit from this. Everybody should benefit from adding a true number one. This is a true number one wide receiver. Is he top 10? No. Is he top 15? Maybe. Is he top 20? I'd say yes. He's probably a top 20 wide receiver, and this instantly helps your quarterback in Justin Fields. And it also supplies you with a little bit of a safety net. That if Justin Fields is not the guy, you have a 2024 first round, you have your own 2024 first round, and you have this future second in 2025 that you could also deal if you wanted to and find a way to move up if Justin Fields, for some reason, doesn't get it doesn't improve this year you're making moves now for the for the present day but you're also preparing yourself for the future Mm -hmm. and i I think that's what this is signaling it it is not just collecting assets uh we're continuously tearing down or waiting it out that's not what this is this is now it's go time and and you can't argue anything other than it's go time because of the move that was it taking place to acquire DJ Moore. DJ Moore is a player that you build with the young quarterback. He's 25. He went to Maryland. He was a first-round pick of the Panthers. Uh, he has had some really successful years. Uh, he has three seasons of over 1,000 yards receiving. He has a year where he caught, caught 93 balls. He had seven touchdowns last year. This is a legitimate prospect, a legitimate player in the NFL. You don't have to be uh, an NFL know-it-all 
uh, person to know that he's good. Like watching highlights over the weekend of this player, DJ Moore, and you continuously see a couple things catches in traffic. You also see a lot of third down receptions that are moving mm-hmm. the chains and you see touchdowns. Those are things that we asked for from Ryan Poles to go acquire a wide receiver that could solidify and help your quarterback. And that's where we have legal tampering coming up in, in about an hour. So Bears fans, here's a question to you. What's number one on your list as far as shopping when it comes to free agency? I I think when we kind of look at it, we knew that the wide receiver class was weaker, and we also knew that spending the number one pick on a wide receiver, that wasn't going to make sense. The Bears were going to have to move down to trade or move down in a trade to acquire a wide receiver in the draft. They can still do that. They also got a wide receiver, a young wide receiver, with a team-friendly cap hit with a contract for the next three years in DJ Moore. So, boom, there's your guy. Now, when you look at this roster, what do you want the Bears to go out and get when free agency, the the legal tampering period, starts in about 50 minutes in the National Football League? Do you want them to go out and to solidify the offensive line? Are you looking for a left tackle? Are you looking for guard help on the offensive line? Or do you flip it to the other side of the ball and you say, you know what, we'll use a draft pick in the first round to get that offensive lineman to help solidify the protection for the quarterback I need to get after the quarterback, and I want to spend on a defensive end. I want to spend on defensive tackle. There's some good options out there, and I think the Bears, with the amount of cap space that they have, they will pounce the moment we get to 11 o'clock. We'll be sitting here with Carmen and Yurko, and I would guess within those 15 minutes of sitting here during crosstalk, we will get some form of news in relation to players the Bears are after or a player that the Bears acquire uh, in, a, in about 50 minutes. So Bears fans, Who's number one on li- on your list? What's the number one position you're looking forward to for the Bears to go out and acquire here in 50 minutes? I'm big game hunting. I mean, it's probably Orlando Brown Jr., right? Like, that's probably the big one, given his age, 27. You know, he was very good uh, in run protection and run blocking. He wasn't as good at, in pass protection, which is where the Bears weren't very good. So you kind of wonder about that. He played on the franchise tag last year. He's probably going to be the most expensive 1B might be, he's 30, but Javon Hargrave is really good. He had 11. Javon Hargrave would be a fantastic addition. 11 sacks last year, 37 tackles. Like He had a 17.2% pass rush win rate um, when he was lined up on the interior. I mean, if you want, like, that's tier one for me, right? Those two guys, tier one. Hargrave might be a reach just because if he's 30 and he's going to cost you a lot of money. I guess tier two would be McGlinchey. Uh, Mike McGlinchey, the offensive tackle from New- from the 49ers last year. And then the next defensive uh, tackle on the list uh, is Draymond Jones from the Broncos. He's only 25. He had six and a half sacks, 28 quarterback pressures last season. So he might be a guy that you could get for some value. He's ranked 10th on ESPN.com's free, uh, free agent, top, you know, 100 free agents that are out there. He's ranked 10th right now. So he might be someone that, you know, if you don't want to spend on the 30 year old, uh, Javon Hargrave, then maybe you go with him because he's younger. You don't make that big splash or maybe you can get, here's a, here's a beautiful thing. Even after absorbing the DJ Moore contract, mm-hmm. the Bears still have $10 million more than the next team. So they can go big game hunting. They can, I'm not saying overspend because one of the biggest problems on this team, too, was also their depth. 
right? We saw that during the stretch of games where they were putting up 35 points a game, everyone was healthy. Offensive line was playing really well. They were healthy. Wide receivers, everybody was playing well. Everybody was healthy. As soon as guys started getting hurt, that's when this defense started playing poorly. When Eddie Jackson got hurt, that's when this defense started playing poorly. When, you know, when uh, Claypool and Mooney were missing games, when your offensive line started dropping like flies, that's when this team sort of fell apart towards the end of the season and they kind of reverted back to where they played at the beginning of the season when they were only putting up like 7 points, 12 points, that kind of thing. So I need to also see depth, but I would like to see them make a big splash with one of those two names. What did Ryan Pauls do last year? He went out and signed a defensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okunjobi? Yeah. And it didn't it work didn't, out. It fell through, yeah. But I wonder if that's the approach again that he takes in this offseason, right? That we get to 11 o'clock today, and he goes out and signs a defensive tackle that's on the market. There's some good names mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. And I wonder if that's the way they go. So 312-332-3776, live and local, Black and Abdallah talking to you. What's the number one thing on your list Number one player you want the Bears to go get when we get to the legal tampering period at 11 a.m. We go to Randy in Woodstock. You're on ESPN 1000. What do you think, Randy? Randy? I don't think you should spend any money on a defensive lineman. Um, If you, you know, I would draft a young defensive lineman because he's got one job. Go get the quarterback and make a tackle. And, you know, a young guy, that's all they want to do. If you pay an older defensive lineman, he's out there just looking not to get hurt. You know, we'll, we'll end up with another uh, Cleo Mack. You know, so I would pay an offensive lineman who, you know, he's not going to just let somebody, he's not going to let his game down just because he's, you know, afraid of getting hurt. He's got to protect, you know, our number one quarterback. So, you know, if you pay someone to do that, they're going to do it. If you pay someone to just go out and show up on the defense, that's what they're going to do. Hence, Cleo Mack, Eddie Jackson, you know, I'm glad they didn't. I mean, I loved Roquan Smith, but I'm glad they didn't pay him because that, that's my fear. As soon as these defensive players get paid, they don't perform anymore. They don't want to get hurt. They just want to collect their money and ride off into the sunset. And that's what I got to say about that. Got it. Hey. Thank you, Randy. Appreciate it. Uh, you remind me to ask Yurko in about 50 minutes if defensive players are only good when they're young because they just want to get paid. They don't want to get hurt. It, that's basically I dis- what Randy I, I res- said, right? I respectfully disagree with Randy. Uh, dis- respectfully <laughs> disagree. I feel like Khalil Mack got his, thinking of that I call think right Khalil now. Mack got his money and had a pretty good year yeah, his first year good. here, and then he was injured. Like he, they weren't using him properly. JJ Watt's been pretty good. Yeah, in his later he's years. Made a no, lot of by money. Albert Hainsworth. I mean, yeah. Geez. I mean, yeah. all right. Mo in Frankfurt. Hello, Mo. Look at us. We're on early. What's going on, Mo? Mo. Good morning. Wow. You know what? You wake up and, you know, you get a cap and hoodie in the morning. And then all of a sudden, collecting a dollar? Nine o'clock? Crazy, right? I love it. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. And I thought it was Tuesday for some reason. (laughs) But, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I tweeted out the uh, Tuesday schedule for tomorrow. It's going to be really awesome. You amped? You ready? You enjoy it? Can't wait. Good. Um, you know what? Here's the thing. I'm, I'm so excited about the Bears. Um, you know, I thought we were going to trade to Indy for four and then trade down to either Atlanta or Carolina. But Poles, he pulled it out, man. Not only did Crazy. we get a first, uh, he, we got their nine. We got DJ Moore, who is a first-round pick anyways. Like, you would pick him first round, right? 
And we got their first-round pick next year plus our first-round pick next year plus, what, another two and a three or so. I liked it. I'm excited about this guy. You know, who's excited? This guy, you know. I agree with Adam. And, you know, I think Ryan Poles is already thinking through about maybe even trading that nine pick to go to Washington because maybe there's a player that he knows that he can drop down to 10 and get another pick. So, I mean, I love this. You know what? Football is awesome, right? And then, um, <laughs> yes, finally, it is. It absolutely is, Mo. You're right. If football we learned is anything awesome. from yes. Mo today, it's, you know what, guys? Yes. Football's awesome. <laughs> oh, this is a Monday football note, I guess you could call it. Whatever. But sure, sure. Finally, the Bears win the trade. Since when can you say that? And Abdullah and Chris, yeah. you guys both said it. Did they win the trade? I think they did. I think they you know? did, I think they won the yeah. trade. I yeah, think they I agree too. with you. I think they won the trade. Thank you, Mo. And then uh, uh, oh. the, the, whole, the last nope. thing, Don Draper, yep. John Hamm. Yep. Why does Cap hate him so much? I don't ask Cap. Uh, you got to ask Cap, man. Cap. You can turn. You can ask call. Him. Listen, Cap and Waddle have four hours tomorrow. We're doing spring trading again, two to six. Cap and Waddle. That's yeah. ample time for you to call in and ask him why he hates John Ham. Yeah, I love you. Right, thank appreciate you. you. Thank you, Mo. Mo. There appreciate he is. There's Mo in Frankfurt. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. Mo in Frankfurt. I appreciate well, it. Like, Mo, Mo follows us wherever look, we we end up on the schedule. Wherever look, we're at. We there went, you go. There's we, Mo. Look, we went through this exercise before, right? And now we can do it again. Carolina. I don't, don't want to exercise this morning. Carolina needs a quarterback. Oh. Houston needs a quarterback. Gotcha. Indianapolis still needs a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Detroit probably not. Vegas still needs a quarterback. Atlanta still needs a quarterback. Tennessee still needs a quarterback. Houston, they're already going to get one, maybe. The Jets might trade for Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay, maybe. I mean, Washington's that last team at 16 where you're like, okay, they might want to trade up. Now, they could trade up with Arizona. The Cardinals at three are now sitting pretty and saying, okay, you guys are fighting over quarterbacks. We don't need one. Come up and get, come up and get number three from us. And shout out to uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, still doesn't know what he's going to do. Uh, ESPN's Rob Domowski is saying that with an hour to go before free agent negotiating period, the legal tampering window starts in the NFL. Uh, he is told that neither the Packers nor the Jets know what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. Oh, but uh, look at me. Look at me with Brandon Marshall yesterday. Yeah. Hmm, I don't know. Mm. Hmm. No, please, no cameras. Please, mm. no cameras. But wait a minute. I don't know what I'm going to do. Over, mm. under on how many podcasts no he's on this week. Oh, he's definitely going on with his little punter friend. Okay, so there's one. And then what else? He'll, he'll find something he'll find else. Another. I would set the over, under at, at one and a half and go over. Joe Rogan this week? Will he be on Rogan? Ooh, I don't know. Rogan usually, I think Rogan tapes ahead and like releases them. So maybe he tapes now and then releases it later. Why is he so obsessed with the pyramids? Who? Joe Rogan. Rogan? Every dude clip of his show that I see is him questioning you and I, the pyramids. I don't understand. I, you and I could do four. I've got so, as someone who has been to and in the pyramids, I've got so many theories about okay, the pyramids. That's great. I don't have a problem with that. Why? Why is that the only? Is that the only content that he puts out? Is pyramid talk? 
I the guy who uh, the guy who did my my last two tat my recent tattoos is we talked for hours about this. He's writing a book about the pyramids. Like that's how crazy the pyramids are. Do people have insane? Joe theories. Rogan's writing a book about it. No, no, no. It? Joe Rogan, tattoo guys. Joe Rogan a book? did my tattoo. No, but who's writing the book? The guy who did my tattoos. He's he's an author now. He, he's gonna be. Well, we were talking did. about uh, tattoo or uh, pyramids. Congrats to him. Yeah, he might do a pyramid one on me. That's nice. I might I might get the uh, the Aaron Rodgers. The tat, the Aaron Rodgers tattoo, that that weird like thing, just 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 cause just Rodgers sitting sitting in a hole. It's 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 actually it's a troll hole. He's peeking <laughs> his little. You can move it. It's like you remember Pete and Pete. You remember Petunia from Pete and yes. Pete? Oh, you, you can move you're it. Gonna move your arm and his you face is gonna it, pop out of the hole. Go, it goes, yep, it goes like this. <laughs> well, it'd be tough to see that tattoo when it's on your back. Tramp stamp. This is Chicago's home for sports on FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app, and ESPN 1000. This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. A lack of lollygagging. You're listening to Black and Abdallah on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Oscar thoughts from last night? No, I thought all the people all right, that uh, that should have won won. Great, we can move on. Uh, Black I thought the, here. The, oh. the women talked. What they win? It was uh, best adapted screenplay. Is that yes. what they won? Yes. So congrats to Shane Norling and his movie Woman Talking. His favorite movie. His favorite movie. Well, and the, the Daniels did really well. The Daniels did do really well. Everything, everywhere, all at once won everything. It's sw- it basically. Sw- Swept. Okay, but explain this to me uh, without getting too in depth on the hot dog fingers. Yeah, uh, explain to me why someone who's anti multiverse, yeah. why I would watch the film. It so it's I just because like I think it's a part of my personality. Mm-hmm. I just if the only answer to creativity now is creating multiverses for everything. I just immediately in my head, but I'm like, not, I'm out. It's I don't not, want to participate. It's not the so same as like why the, I would want to. It's not the same as the Marvel multiverse. Like they're not going to do sequels and do all that kind of stuff. It? This is going to be this is a one off thing. And it looks good and it's well acted and okay. it's done really well. And it's a good movie. They won a lot of awards. They did win night. a lot of awards. So you're telling that I should, it's probably I should watch worth it. your two and a half hours. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I would okay. think so. It's better than Top Gun. <sighs> I had more fun watching Top Gun, but it's not like Top Gun was going to win Best Picture. I, it was it was nominated. Uh, yeah, because they, they nominate 20 <laughs> movies. It was nominated. Tom Cruise didn't show up, so it was obvious they weren't going to win. Yes. Same with James Cameron, who was like, I'm out. I'm, I'm not, not participating. Well, they didn't nominate him. Well, no, I know. That's why he didn't go. But they, they were nominated for awards for Avatar. Yeah. Blocking Abdallah, Ron Early for Carini here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app. What's your shopping list look like? When legal tampering in the NFL and NFL free agency begins at 11 a.m., what's your shopping list? We're taking your calls at 312-332-3776. If we're doing uh, 
supermarket sweep. Yeah. I went after the big hams. Big hams. Big hams. Because that's, big where, defensive that's where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Big that's what you do. If you ever play supermarket sweep, <laughs> Toss you, go, them in the cart. you go for the big hams first because they're expensive yeah. and that's where the money's at. The big hams and the, the racks of, of uh, ribs. Yeah. The, and the, the ribs are expensive. Laundry the detergent, are, too. I yeah. see a lot of people go laundry detergent. The big jugs. But I got two big hams, Orlando Brown Jr. and Javon Hargrave are my big hams I'm putting in the cart. Greg in Libertyville, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Greg? Oh, not much. Just, uh, I want the Bears to go offense, even if it's only depth. You know, if they've signed four guys that are all going to add depth and let them move guys around and get the best offensive line, because I think the development of fields is the most important thing for this season, finding out whether he is the guy or not the guy. And to do that, let's get the offense, let's get that line fixed up and given the best opportunity to succeed. Yeah, and that, that's a good way to look, Greg. Thanks for the phone call. We'll take your phone calls here on ESPN 1000 Live and Local. Black and Abdallah in for Greeny. So what do you think about that, going after offense here in free agency when it begins in about 36 minutes? I mean, I, there's not a lot of – There's. it's a horrible – it's an awful wide receiver class. So you're not really going to – over. like if you want to get some depth pieces – fine, but I feel like you have enough depth. I mean, you've got Equiminius St. Brown is still there. Velas Jones is still there. Like, you have bodies. They're not the best, but hopefully the addition of DJ Moore just makes everything better. I think if you add to the wide receiver room, they're strictly going to be for depth pieces. You're not going to get, like, day one guys, right? Like, there's not, a lot, like, what, Amon Ross St. Brown, or not Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, who's who's the, the best wide receiver uh, target out there? in free agency. Uh, the, the guy that went to USC, isn't it? Yeah, Smith-Schuster. Yeah, Javon, yeah, 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 yeah Smith-Schuster. So he's the guy out there. Like, If they overpay for him, then like that's not me. But if Robert you, Woods, I think, is available now. He, okay. He's a good wide receiver. Not Hardman. number one. Yeah, there, there's, there's guys who are like good threes. Not for me. But they're not studs that are worthy of like number they got one enough, money. The Bears got enough threes. Like, go, If you're going to spend on the offense, I think it's going to be offensive line. Like, oh. You're going to spend on Orlando Brown. Elijah in Valparaiso, what do you think? How you guys doing? We're good, man. What's up? Good. Uh, so I'd like to see the Bears go after Orlando Brown. I know everybody wants that, but I'd like to see them uh, offer him to play right tackle uh, and throw $20 million a year at him to lock him in. Uh, I'd then like to see us pursue uh, Ocaltree. Obviously, he fits Iberfus' system, and I think that we have the inside on that to begin with. Uh, and then the hopes, I guess, after that would be that Jalen Carter falls to nine. Uh, or we can grab that Skronsky kid, and uh, I say we go get the North after that. <laughs> what do you guys think? Good call, Elijah. I, I agree with you. Being able to solidify the offensive line will only mm-hmm. assist the quarterback. I think getting DJ Moore is such an addition that now the quarterback has his weapons. When Justin Fields drops back, we were so worried last season of watching Fields drop back and then scramble and scurry out of the pocket, right? He didn't really have anyone fighting for him on the other end. You mentioned a little bit earlier ago, we can name countless times last season where Fields was just left uh, hung out to dry on on passes that wide receivers either ran the wrong route, uh, they stopped short of where they're supposed to be, not getting quite to the chains, all these different markings from a wide receiver group that clearly was not assisting the quarterback. And when we got to the month of December, it was a skeleton crew mm-hmm. of guys who were basically fours. They were, the Bears were starting fours at every wide receiver position, 
And then there was like a practice squad guy in one game. Uh, Velas Jones Jr. was getting major uh, targets in the Buffalo game. Like, it wasn't good enough. Now with DJ Moore in the fold, now they have a number one wide receiver. Now you can start building. We go to Chase on the south side. Hello, Chase. Black, what's up, man? Chase, what's going on? Hold on. We got a lot of calls. We got a lot of calls. Get to your point. Stop wasting time yelling at us. Just get to your point. I'm down. Come on, man. You are you excited? You're wasting time, Chase. You know I'm excited. That's why we're on the radio. Hey, hey, um, so I would say this though, right? So I think we should get a tight end. I think I want to get that tight end from uh what's his name? From the Dallas Cowboys. Uh um the Dalton Schultz, right? That's his name. The, yeah. guy, the tight end for the Cowboys. I think we need another tight end to pair. As much as Cole Komet has, uh, you know, he's shown improvement. I still think we need another tight end. Like, I guess what you could do is you could move Commit to the Y and have a Z tight end that can stretch the field, and that opens your passing game even more. So, could you imagine if they was able to get another tight end, go with with DJ Moore Ed? With the other weapons they have, that will make the offense more explosive in the passing game. And I think they also need – I would try to see if I can get another veteran cornerback. You know, like uh, I think – what's his name? Marcus Peters, I heard, was available for agency too. That's a guy I would try to see if you can plug in too. And then you got – because you, you can't never get enough defensive back. So I would say defensive back and tight end is a position I'm looking at where I would not be – I would actually want to see the Bears go after is the tight end from Dallas and uh, Peters from the Ravens. All right, Chase, we got you down. Thanks for the phone call. All right, fellas. There he is, Chase on the south side. Hey, I appreciate that from Chase. No uh, Mitchell Trubisky mentioned there. That was nice. I like that. That's good work from Chase. Appreciate it. Carter in Florida listening on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Carter? Good morning, gentlemen. What's going on? I like the new school look with you guys. Oh, thank you. Not with the old school. You guys think like polls. I like it. (laughs) Thank you. Appreciate it, Carter. Yeah, I like uh, I like uh, Demonte Jones from uh, Denver and Mm and and McCarry and from the Falcons. I think those are two guys. I think we're legitimate. We need a right tackle, and then we can go to the draft, get some backup guys because we need a lot of. Like you guys said, we need a lot of depth. We just don't have it. I mean, get a couple top end guys and get some people that can fill in. You know, can get better in a couple of years, and, you know, we rock and roll. We're going to take over the North like Poles wants to do. Boom. Love it, Carter. Thanks well, for guys, the phone call. I appreciate your, Thanks, uh, your show. I love when you're on, and I'm Thank like you. the other guy. Every time you're on, I turn on the radio. So, <laughs> Thank you, Carter. Appreciate Thank you, it. Carter. You're a number All one right, fan. All right, guys. Take care. There Bye-bye. he is, Carter in Florida, listening on the ESPN Chicago app. Abdallah, a couple weeks ago, there was a lot of smoke around the National Football League about how Justin Fields was not the guy. Oh. Where did the smoke go over the weekend? Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's Black and Abdallah. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. We're in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000, the ESPN Chicago app, live and local. Talking Bears football with you here on ESPN 1000. Usually you hear our show six day weeknights 
right here on ESPN 1000. If you want to join the conversation, you can call us at 312-332-3776. Donnie and Evanston, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Donnie? Hey, fellas. How you doing today? We're good. What's going on? Hey, man, so listen, I have 100 bucks in my pocket, and I want to make a bet. Hmm. What, what are the odds now on the Bears, the over and under for next year? You know, I'm starting to think that uh, that's going to be a good bet, the over, the way they're looking. Don't you? Depends on the number. We won't have that for another month or two because we have to wait oh. for the draft. We have to wait for free agency here starting in about 25 minutes. We've also got to wait for the schedule to come out. And then once, so probably mid-April, whenever that schedule comes out in April, is when you're going to, uh, or is it May or June? When's the schedule come out? That's after the draft, right? Yeah. It's in May, yeah. So in May. So you guys, so maybe eight, nine wins, maybe you think, or ten? Or no, 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 no. Donnie, I, I like your style. I would, I would I like say, <laughs> if, I had to, if I had to handicap it now. Thanks for the call, Donnie. I would say that it's Seven. I would put it at seven at this moment before free agency, before the draft. If yeah. somehow Ryan pulls now, he at this point, the way this offseason has gone, he's made the best move so far, right? Mm-hmm. Like great move. Mm-hmm. Trade the number one pick, you get a player back, you get the first rounder next year, you get a second rounder, you get all this stuff going, coming back. Say uh, Jalen Carter falls. And the Bears are still at nine. Mm-hmm. And they they get Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. And they go out, they sign like Hargrave. Mm-hmm. And they go out and they sign Orlando Brown Jr. Boom. So like say that all of that happens in the next hour, and then the draft situation, Carter falls to you. I would say it would be above seven at that point. I would guess though seven's gonna be the I think it'll be seven and a half. Around seven. Like six a, and a half, seven is where it's gonna seven be. Seven and a half is enough action where you you're you will get people that will say they're still a year away to bet the under because Vegas's goal is to get equal action, right? And you're you're gonna get the optimists like you and me that might say okay, I think they're gonna win eight games, so I'm gonna go over because I think they're gonna win eight. And you're gonna get enough people to bet the under. That are still the you know whether you're doubters or not even doubters, but just people that are saying it's still a year away. I want to see it on, on the field first before I make that kind of commitment. So I think seven and a half is a good number. I would I mean, also think about, say, it was six and a half last year. I, I would also right in in I mean based on what takes place to get like a full win or two, like to suggest that it's going to be around nine or ten. I, I think we're way we're off a year on that. Well, what was I, I the think um, next year could be the the situation for that. What's up? I was seeing, what was the Jaguars win total last year? I would guess like six and a half. It was six and a half. Yeah. Okay. And they won nine games. So if we're kind of on that same type of trajectory, maybe six and a half, seven and a half, something like that. Ken in Aurora, Colorado, listening to Black and Abdallah on the ESPN Chicago app. What's up, Ken? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. No problem, man. Uh, This is a great day for Bears, for Bears fans all over the country. Um. First things first, I really think we need to pick up Mitch Trubisky because they need a they need a solid backup oh, quarterback. What do you guys think? Oh, no, no. get out of no. here! Nope, Goodbye. <laughs> I'm just playing. Oh no. god! <laughs> oh god! Yeah. No, yeah. we knew. Hey, I, I, I can tell. I can tell. There, there. it wasn't a Trubisky truther call. Yeah, it wasn't. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Ken. We were making sure we had to. How do we need that scam this early in the morning? Hey. If Thank Chase you, didn't do it, I ha- if Chase wasn't going to do it, I had yeah, to do Chase it. Yeah, but Chase is sincere about it. That's the difference. No, Chase knew of all days. Today we would have just let Chase go I, if that's what he started with. 
Because you would hear it in no, his I, laugh. He, he, you would hear it coming from a mile away, and you'd say, Chase, come on. <laughs> so I, anyway, I think they need to go after that big left tackle, Orlando Brown. I think, I think he's going to be a really good pickup for, for the Bears if they're able to get him, if they're able to pry him loose from, from someone that might be uh, that he might want to go to instead of the Bears. You know, but they got the money for it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, no what I'm doubt. thinking. Or, or yeah, resigning but, with Kansas City, right? Like, thanks for the call, Ken. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Can I give you some NFL chatter that might affect the Bears? What do you got? It's not Eber- breaking news. Whoa. It's nothing like that. That's why I a- gave you a little Joey G there. According to Adam Schefter, when the negotiating window opens okay. in under an hour, in about mm-hmm. 20 minutes here, the Texans and Raiders are expected to pursue Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay. And according to Diana Rossini, that the Raiders have been in on Garoppolo for a while now. The reason I say that this affects the Bears is if that Houston has Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback, what do they do with that second pick? Do they take one of these top defensive ends off the board in Carter, or do they take, uh, I mean, defensive tackles in Jalen Carter, defensive end in Will Anderson? Because to me, the more quarterbacks in that top four that go, if all four are quarterbacks, and the Cardinals end up trading out, and the, another team jumps up there and takes a quarterback, that's good for the Bears because better talent that's not quarterbacks continues to fall to them. If Garoppolo goes to the Texans, they're taking Anthony Richardson. Ooh, and they're developing him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. what's going to happen. Okay. Right, because if you get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, they start from day one. Okay. If it's Levis yeah. or Richardson, there's mm-hmm. a chance yep. that those two develop. They, they're, they're two guys that need some time. Uh, you know, I was listening over the weekend. A lot of good programming uh, over the weekend. Bef- you know, before we get to the Adam Schefter, I've got a Schefter cut here from Ooh, Peggy okay. and Dion. Yeah. Did you hear this yesterday from Tyler and Shay? Did you hear this? This uh, limp foot effort. Did you? What hear is this? a limp foot effort? Limp foot effort. From Tyler Aki. What is a limp? We got a limp foot. <laughs> limp foot effort. It's great. I'm adding it to the board with the uh, lack of lollygagging. A lack of lollygagging with Eberflus. Eberflus. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Brady. Good morning, guys. Yeah. The whole thing. The limp foot effort. Yeah. That's from Tyler yesterday. He he could be uh, right there on the board with. I'm coming on. Yeah. I'm typing fast because I'm all horned up. Yeah. Limp foot effort. So there you go, Tyler Aki on the Weird board. Weird to be all horned up and have a limp foot effort. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you that. Limp foot effort. I heard that yesterday. It was great. Uh, Shay and Tyler with the college basketball show, Basketball U, here on ESPN 1000. Adam Schefter was on with Peggy and Dion uh, on Saturday, and Schefter uh, talked about what's next for the Bears after pulling off this huge trade, the number one pick for number nine and DJ Moore. What's next for the Bears? Here's Schefter. They're going to be busy. they got a lot of cap space. Uh, they're going to be looking to improve the roster. They're not just going to go out and just spend money just to go spend it. Uh, but they are going to be looking to be aggressive, to be active, and to upgrade that roster. So they've got a chance to do that here, and that's the next step in this process. Okay, now they've traded away their number one pick. Uh, they've got a haul of picks back. And now comes basically stage two of the offseason program, which is free agency, which is going to be a great chance for this team to upgrade its roster. So legal tampering in the NFL starts in just under 20 minutes, so we'll keep our eyes on any breaking news in the NFL. Schefter also talked about the Bears with Peggy and Dion, uh, talking about setting up uh, just like the Eagles have set themselves up around Jalen Hurts. The Bears have now done the same thing. They, they really like Justin Fields. They hope and believe he's going to be the guy but they have insurance in the event that he doesn't take the step that they want him to this upcoming year because they're going to have two ones next year. And if he doesn't take the step that they want, 
then they're not going to be very good, and their pick is going to be high, and you think Carolina's pick is going to be high, then they'll be right back where they need to be at the top of the draft next year to get a quarterback if Justin Fields doesn't work out. Now, the, obviously, everybody wants him to work out. Mm-hmm. That's the hope. That's the expectation. But you just never know in this league, and they have insurance in the event that he doesn't. So there you go. Adam Schefter with Peggy and Dion on Saturday. Good uh, stuff from uh, our station over the weekend. If you missed it, check out the ESPN Chicago app. Limp foot yes. effort. And also with Tyler with this limp foot effort uh, on Sunday. Hey, limp man. foot effort. It's, it's tournament time, man. It's tournament time right <laughs> yeah, now. Of you course. Know? I mean, usually today is the day that everyone's sitting at their yeah. desk with their uh, brackets trying to figure out how they can get uh, the perfect bracket and to submit it a thousand times to whatever contest that they're entering. Yeah. Uh, but I, I listened to the conversation yesterday. I am a one-bracket man. A one-bracket? One, one bracket. I don't even know if I'm if one I'm bracket. a one-bracket man. I'm just going to use Tyler's bracket. Well, Tyler's going to make our show. bracket. Tyler fills out a bracket for Black yeah. Abdallah, and we hang it on the fridge. Do you hear Shea wants to get in on that? He wants to put a, a bracket up on the fridge, too? All I know is that if Alabama's not in the Final Four, the bracket is under protest. Well, they limp have a, foot effort. They have a very easy track, I believe, to the Final Four. They should be able to get to the Final Four, and that March Madness update is brought to you by the Gateway Foundation. No surprise, another Black and Abdallah bit being taken. It's all right. Good well, stuff, Shea Shea. just wants his input. Ah, no, he, no, wants, he, wants, he, he wants... said yesterday he wants his own uh, bracket up there on the fridge. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. Hey, he can take it for the morning show. It's good. Is, it's the, right. uh, is the first aid box metal? Because he can hang his on the first right aid box. Right on the first aid on box? On the first aid box? I've yeah. used the I first aid box a couple times. Are you suggesting... Charlie, yes, of course Charlie, you've Charlie. used the first aid box And then Charlie shows times. up today. Hey, everything's going well. Hey, Charlie, how was your weekend? Hey, guys, uh, I put my socks on backwards. Inside, inside out. out, inside out. That's yeah. a rough start they, to Monday. They, is it the same pair of socks though? Are they like? Is it uh, one that's a different color than the other? Or are you working with the same pair here? No, I'm working with the same pair. But like, I felt so great this morning. Like, I laid my clothes out last night. I had my coffee, and then as I came in today. I put my foot up and I saw it's that tough. I had an inside out. Well, you tomorrow know, uh, you just flip them right side in and it's another pair of socks. Yeah, that's that's gross. a good point. That's there gross. Uh, I'm someone, behind someone, my laundry right now. Charlie, someone call it a limp foot effort. We got a T.O. in Elgin. You're on ESPN 1000. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you doing? Good What's morning. up? T.O., hello. Hey, I mentioned you guys on Friday, but uh, I listened to Adela at like late night on the... Oh, thank Freddy you. Fitzgerald? You listen if the Freddie Fitzsimmons. Yeah. Network yeah. of Dollar. How network, about that? Network of Dollar is out. Get yeah, the call. Yeah. yeah, you keep me up late. <laughs> Thanks, T.O. I appreciate that. Yeah, that was eleven thirty at night on Friday. <laughs> yeah, I was falling asleep, but I, I wait for you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. No, yeah. My question is about I know you're um, talking about the, the basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Chris, you're a USC fan. Yes, and. Uh, Chase, uh, Michigan State, I want you guys got like a bet going on or a little trash talking. Yeah, the, the bet you... is uh, we, we have a bet in the works. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and yeah. who you guys got in, in the final, like winning it all? Mm. And I will hang up and this will take him a call. Oh, come on. All right, there you, you know go, T.O. Uh, Alabama, baby. Do you have a final four in Alabama. your bracket? Alabama. Alabama. I, have, I haven't filled it out yet, but if I had to do a quick, I got Alabama, Houston, um, Kansas and I don't know. That's great. Fantastic, Abdal. You don't know. Marquette. 
This is Black and Abdallah on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's <laughs> home for sports. Limp. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN 1000. I'd like you to meet someone who's really special. It's Black and Abdallah. A real inspiration. Follow us on the gram at Black and Abdallah and at ESPN underscore Chicago. Can't wait. It's Black and Abdallah. We're in for Greeny today here on ESPN 1000 in 10 minutes. We will cross talk with Carmen and Yurko right here on ESPN 1000. Carmen Yurk, they will take you all the way to Waddle and Sylvia too here on ESPN 1000. We're nine minutes away from the start of NFL legal tampering. Uh, so we will keep our eyes on any breaking news as we creep towards 11 o'clock central time. Free agency begins officially at 3 p.m. on Wednesday, but they have the NFL legal tampering period that starts in about eight minutes. Uh, so we will get news coming up shortly in regards to the NFL. Thank you to Kendra Smith and Charlie Bevins for producing Black and Abdallah today. Tomorrow on ESPN 1000, we have spring trading Ooh. every Tuesday in the month of March. We will switch it up. Uh, different partners for different shows. And tomorrow, uh, I will be with Sylvie from 10 to noon right here on ESPN 1000. And we will have a little crosstalk with Carmen Abdallah starting at noon I tomorrow can't. right here on ESPN 1000. Can't crosstalk. I got somewhere to be. You're out on the crosstalk. I got somewhere to be in the morning. I'll be here at, uh, I just don't, I just, I've talked enough to you. I don't think I need to talk to you. So you won't be here at noon for the start of your show? No, I mean, I'll be, I'll be here. I just, we talk enough. I don't. I don't want to talk to you. I'll talk to Carmen. Okay, cool. As long as we don't talk to each other, I'll be here. That's fine. We can do. We can do a show without talking to each other. <laughs> Have you listened to this show before? There's so you many times. You speak. I speak. I don't you listen speak. to you. <laughs> it happens daily. You're just saying words until you stop, and then I say some words, and then we go to the callers. We yeah. say Mike and Griffin. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up, we take Mike? the caller. Boom. Mad Mac, how you boys doing? What's, What's up, up, man? Much happier, uh, good good programming move with you boys on instead of the other guy. Well, thank but, you. Uh, Appreciate it. Yeah, much better, uh, infinitely better. But, hey, by the way, I think Bama's going to the Final Four, assuming that the boosters can come up with the bail money to make sure they all hit the court, all right? So, Joke's about one of your callers, by the way, is cheating on you. Remember when the guy called in at nighttime and said he wrote a song just for you guys? Yes, yes. He then, a week later, called into another radio station and gave the same song to another group of people, said he wrote it just for them, too. From uh, Down the Dial, our competition? Is that who he called? No, not your competition. A totally different, uh, it's like a talk show radio station. Really? What what, what, uh, style Mm. station is this? Political talk? What do you got? Yeah, it's political talk in that. So (laughs) make sure you you call that clown out. Now, two things fast. Hey, the movie Everything About Nothing All at Once, they shouldn't even yes. have an Academy Award for Best Picture this year. There wasn't really a good one. Okay. You got to admit that, right? They stunk. Top Gun acting? Oh, my. You got to be kidding me. What are you talking about? Did you, did you not see the promos? It's the greatest film ever made. That's what they what said. They, they, they made up for this. I'm one of these guys that when I do my work all day, I have the, I have the luxury of listening to the radio all the time, which is why I listen to... Uh, you know, Waddle and Sylvia all the time. And that. Sure. But I listen, I listen to NPR, and the cat, they let the cat out of the bag like four months ago. They said, this movie is going to be nominated because we need to make up to the Asians in our country who've been abused in the last couple of years here. And I'm like, what? All right, well, it's you enjoy movie, NPR. Man. 
All right, thanks, Mike. Yeah, thanks listen, for the phone call. Dolly, your boy Miller is going number one in the draft all the way. There we go. There's uh, Mike and Griffith. He'll be the first college basketball player taken. He won't go number one, but yeah, Victor Wembanyama will be number one in the NBA jokes draft. Murder aren't funny. All right, there you go. Uh, Harding. Well, I guess yeah, huh, sure. That's why I don't uh, I take a lot of men. You don't take a lot of what calls? You heard me. If you missed it, listen on the podcast. The ESPN Chicago app. Turn it up. I don't listen to what you say. Harding in Charlotte What'd on the ESPN Chicago app. What? <laughs> Gentlemen, what's what's happening right now? What's, what's <laughs> save us. Save us, Harding. Save us, Harding. Save us, Harding. Save us. I'm like completely confused. Hey, I got a question for you guys. Are you guys ever like completely annoyed by the national talk track and narratives with Justin Fields? Um, and the reason I ask that is because there's no way fathomable you would believe that if the Bears are not good this year, that the Bears are moving on from Justin Fields next year just because they have two first-round picks. First and foremost, we're judging Justin Fields from last year as a quarterback that was put in probably the worst position possible to be successful, and he still managed to break like records. So like you think from a physical talent standpoint, you have Justin Fields, there's nothing Caleb Williams and, and May are doing that you're going to say, oh, like we're going to pass on Justin Fields and go with a new direction here. Like It just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And the continuous talk track of like he doesn't produce, he can't read, he can't do this, he can't do that, Like a lot of that plays the other side, like the wide receivers, the offensive line. He did the best he could with what he had. And then if you're losing, I need you to take a look at the defensive side of the football because chances are we're going to be putting points up. That does not mean we're going to lose. Uh, we're going to win every single game, though, because there's still a second side of the, the football that has to be addressed. And if that's not done in free agency and in the draft, it really doesn't matter what's going on on the offensive side. We're not going to be, you know, Kansas City three years ago with you know McCole Hardman and Tyreek Hill and stuff. So like, I'm tired of hearing it. You guys don't get annoyed by any of this conversation. Around no, we season? we get annoyed. And, and Harding, that's why we were mm-hmm. joking earlier that you know there there was all this smoke around the uh, the media talking heads that. Justin Fields is not the guy, and Ryan Poles is going to select a quarterback number one overall. Where are all those people over the weekend? Mm-hmm. Where were they? There, there were people saying sources suggest the Bears may be out on Fields. Yeah? Orlovsky, where are you at? Wait, wait, mm-hmm. Right? Like, he was one saying that the Bears were going to move on, and there were many talking heads around the National Football League saying that uh, the Poles, I don't know. Poles might select a quarterback number one overall. You know, like that's not the case. They are they are supplementing what they have. Justin Fields. Now you allow him to develop. If he's not the guy, you do have a safety net. You have yeah. things prepared. That's just being a smart case. GM because yeah. you just you, it's a just in case. And here's what happens: if the Panthers end up being one of the worst teams in the NFL, you trade out again. You could just do this again. If you end up with a second overall pick and the two top picks are going to be Caleb Williams and Drake May, you trade out again. You do this whole dance again, and that's good for the Bears. They let you know what they think of Justin Fields when they got Chase Claypool because they wanted to help him now. And it didn't work out, and hopefully with a full offseason, he's very young, it works out. Legal tampering in the NFL for free agency starts in two minutes, and we'll be back with Carmen and Yurko. You're listening to Black and Abdallah. ESPN Chicago.